welcome to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Uschuk. I'm here with my special guest today, Angie Kay from Angie Kay Books. Welcome. Hi. I'm so, so honored. Now, you're a publisher, right? Yes. A little bit of everything. Yes. So, yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, okay, how did you get it started into publishing? Let's start there. So, after. Okay, so after I had written uh, my first book, The True Essence of Loyalty, I did self-publish the very first copy myself, and then I started researching, you know, different ways of publishing, of course, traditional, self, and then I saw self-publishing services, and the pastor of my church actually goes through Author House Publishing Company, and he doesn't write to become like an author of some stature or anything. He just, he just kind of writes um, to give lessons or to just teach other pastors about certain things. So, you know, he didn't have any issues. So I ended up going with them. Um, same book, True Essence. I just changed the cover and, you know, paid into it for them to put it out for me. Right. And, you know, in the, in the process, you know, I was, I was satisfied with, you know, they gave me input for the cover. You know, I know that they were putting it out on every platform, you know, there could be. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't understand a lot of it. I was just so excited that, you know, I could do it that way uh, and they would put it out there. So knowing that, you know, they were doing what they were doing, I was just like, oh, okay, how how good for me. I didn't realize until maybe right before they put it out, like, okay, so I'm not able to say how much I want my book to be, but okay, I get it. You know, that's what they do. You know, so I pushed that under the rug, Uh, not really understanding the royalty thing. I'm like, okay, you know, 80% for author house website, 90% if any other outlet that a customer would purchase it, you know, but I went back to, you know, business, it's how they do things. However, a year into it, um, I started to see that, of course, if the book didn't sell, I guess, a certain number of copies within so much time, they would start lowering the price of the book. Right. And, And then my royalties were like, I mean... <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. I mean, I would say within that year, it was probably close to about four to five hundred dollars worth of sales, and all in all, my royalties for that entire year were like twenty-one dollars. And I was like, okay, uh, yeah, I don't understand how this happened. What you know? So I just kept researching, kept researching other companies um, like Grand Central Publishing and, you know, you know other, other self-publishing services and how much they charge for the same thing. And I'm like, okay, I really much, pretty much could have done everything that they did um, in addition to learning how to do a few other, few other things and then including some things that they didn't. You know, editing is, is not included with, the self-publishing services that I've come in contact with. Editing is always extra. So I wanted to do something different, 
I want it to be more family-oriented because most of the authors, well, all the authors that I have, it's always their memoir or personal story. I have not yet found a fiction writer. Um, yeah, it's always nonfiction. Mm-hmm. So I want it to be more family-oriented and uh, more of a close relationship, not so much a number or just I'm making money off royalties off of their books, and we have no type of personal relationship. Right. So... So that that's pretty much how I got started in that. I had already, you know, published the remaining of my books and stuff, but I just started started doing that, you know, from that experience. That's awesome. I mean, that's almost like what I was going through with my fiction books. I went through a publisher, Small House, because, well, no, I did self-publishing first, took it over to a small house, redesigned the cover. Well, they redesigned the cover. I had no say in the cover the first time. Hated it. It didn't sell mm-hmm. anything in the first couple months, so they dropped the contract. Well, to oh, wow. find out, it is sell uh, copies over in France. Um, then they had it in bookstores. I can get it still from the original publisher in my local bookstore, but mm-hmm. I've never seen royalties from there. Wow. So I went to another small press that was, I was at a book signing, met an author. She says, oh, they're wonderful. You have to come see if they'll pick up your book. So they did. So I started working with them. I was very happy with them. But then mm-hmm. I outgrew the company. Okay. No, no longer happy with the company. I mean, they're great people. I love working with them. They're just internal issues that... Mm-hmm was drawing me back, plus personal issues, so I opened a small press myself. Okay. So I have all the fictional, and you have all the non-fictional. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but that, yeah, it's, it's how we journey from being an author, and then we transition into being everything else. Right. And I know... There are so many misconceptions about Vanity Press. I get, you know, see a lot of posts where, you know, there are a lot of authors that discourage other authors to uh, go into Vanity Press because they're like, oh, you know, you shouldn't pay to publish. They should pay you and all of that. And I try to explain there are some authors out there that don't want to do the work. They they just want to write and then they want to give it to somebody to deal with and it's all in what you offer you know it's, it's all in what you offer as a vanity press company I and I know that from experience I don't, I don't want to take anyone's money and just say oh I'm going to put your book on Amazon and Google Books and Goodreads and that's it and I don't promote for you I don't edit for you I don't offer you anything especially if they're going to going to take royalty but there's a way to do it without taking royalty or taking so much. And I've learned that. And then also um, just the submitting. You know, there are a lot of vanity press. There's uh, not vanity press, but there are a lot of uh, small press that they accept by submission. So they are saying, oh, yes or no. And that's what I don't do. I don't, I don't, nec- I don't necessarily say no. You know, if you're paying into the service to get your book published, then you're paying into the service to get your book published. Right. And I completely get that. 
um, that's one of the okay when I was opening my publishing house I was going back and forth between vanity and don't pay just do by submission mm-hmm. I went by doing by submission because one I only wanted a few authors I didn't I don't want a big house. I wanted to keep the yeah, yeah, family yeah. feel. Right. But at the same time, there's things I can't offer that you can. Right, 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 of course. Yeah, because you actually are charging a package fee for your editing and things like this. Right. And I and I guess, like, I met one uh, individual at a book, uh, a book showcase, author showcase, um, a lady here in San Antonio, she has a small press, and she, I do believe she accepts by submission, and she even kind of had a negative, you know, tone about Vanity Press before I even said that I was a Vanity Press publishing service. You know, she said, oh, yeah, you should stay away from Vanity Press. And I, I didn't comment. I just kept letting her talk. And she said, yeah, we take care of everything, you know. And I said, well, I would say, I would think so because you're taking royalties. And whether you're taking 50% or whatever you're taking, mm-hmm. that is because you're taking royalties. There would be no way you wouldn't because then how would you make any money off of your work? So um, so I was like, you know, that, that's fine. I just, I just, I didn't say anything and she right. said it just just to continue the conversation. Right. Okay, with the Vanity Press, there's good Vanity Press and there's not good Vanity Press. And unfortunately, the ones that we talk about a lot is the ones that charge, they don't do anything, Mm -hmm. and they give Mm -hmm. Vanity Press a bad name. A bad name, yes, yes, ma'am. They are... And they start out, I think their packages are like $1,500 and above just to get published. They just don't to get do, published. Yeah. They don't do the editing. They don't do cover design. And, I mean, that's just starting. You should right. someone that has $1,500 sitting in your bank account just to right, publish. Right, right. And they're not talking bookstores. They're not talking... Online retail, they're talking Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, maybe if you're lucky, Kindle, Apple Books, eBooks, and stuff like this. Right, right. And that was my price. My price is about 12 and it was, um, I believe it was, of course, Amazon, Goodreads, iBook, uh, I think Google Books or something, Google I don't, I'm not sure if I remember Barnes & Noble, um, but that was it. Of course, like you said, no bookstore, no, no editing, no promotion, and that, so paperback was really on you. You either ordered paperback for your own inventory, um, or, I mean, yeah, it was available through Amazon, but, uh, I don't I, like I said. I don't remember if it was if it was through Barnes and Noble, but the thing uh, that I did learn about Barnes and Noble and Amazon mm-hmm. is there is a fine line between Kindle Unlimited <laughs> and purchasing uh, one click on Amazon Read. 
Right. You cannot be on Kindle Unlimited and have your book available on on Barnes and Noble or booksamillion.com. Mm-hmm. You can't they monopolize that. And I didn't realize that until a couple of months ago I started getting emails that I was going to be removed from the Kindle Unlimited fund unless I removed my books from Barnes & Noble. Yeah. See, Barnes, I love Barnes & Nobles. Here's why. Because you can go into a physical bookstore. If they don't have the book on the shelf, you can order it at the bookstore, and you're still employing mm-hmm. a person. Yeah. Versus going on Amazon, clicking on Amazon, and then waiting for the purchase, you never have that human interaction. And right now I'm really missing my human interactions. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a fine line there with Amazon and Barnes and & Nobles. Amazon monopolizes everything with the books. Everything, yes. And it sucks. Yes. <laughs> but you know what? There's so many of us out there that mm-hmm. believe Amazon is the end to all. Everything is just do on Kindle. Just go on Kindle, and you could do it. And, and I'm like, yeah, that's great. However, that should not be your only avenue to get your books out there, you know, and, and depending on what your vision is. And I, tell, I, I say that to every author that I come in contact with. It all depends on the vision you have for your book. If, right. your, vision, if your vision is great, then you don't want to just go on Amazon. Right. You, if you have a big vision and you want to be in stores, you want to be in as many outlets as possible. So you don't want to be, be on Kindle Unlimited because you're limiting your sales. You're limiting your reach. Right. If you want, if you want to be in Walmart and Target, you cannot be on Kindle Unlimited. Right. <laughs> right. And they don't. But you know what? You know, there's authors out there that, that have told me, oh, that's not a big deal. They're really not worried about it. You know, they get more business on Amazon. So because they get more business on Amazon, that's just what they stick to. And, and I'm like, okay, you know, to each his own. You have your own vision, your own purpose of what you want your book to do. So if you're making thousands of dollars on Amazon, then by all means, <laughs> keep it on Amazon. Exactly. You have to look at what you want. And I tell authors this all the time. It doesn't matter what I see for your book. I tell this to my own authors that I publish. It's not my vision. What is your vision? Tell me right. what your vision is, and then we'll work out a plan to get there. Because my vision doesn't mean squat. Right. Exactly. 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 That's, I'm, and that's why, uh, and I... For, I don't know, I don't think I put it in the notes when I gave you my uh, online information or anything. Uh, I did open a, book, a bookstore, a small bookstore, mm-hmm. and I'm not brick and mortar just yet. However, I'm in like a market center. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm small, you know, of course, compared to Barnes & Noble. Or, and we have local bookstores here, but they're mostly all brick and mortar. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like in shopping plazas. I'm in a center with like other stores people selling stuff in there, kind of like a flea market okay, a little bit. Um, but, you know, I still have it registered as uh, 
you know, as a store location, bookstore, so people can look it up and see where I'm located. And I do, you know, uh, provide a lot of local authors to put their books. So I have like three local authors in there that live here. I have one in Alabama, one that's incarcerated uh, in New York, New Jersey or New York, and uh, another one, um, forgot where they're at now. But I wanted to provide that avenue for them because, of course, as an independent author, it's, it's difficult to get our books in a store if we're not traditionally published or exactly. tied to some big name publishing company until we're big name at some point. So I wanted to offer that opportunity to right. independent now, authors to say my book is in a store. Right. Here's what people don't understand. The authors that you see in the store have already sold a minimum of 50,000 copies of their of a book. Mm-hmm. So once you get 50,000 copies sold, now they're projecting you're going to have 50,000 copies of every book that you write. May, may mm. or may not happen. Okay? So this right. is how um, Rock, Penguin, and these other big-name publishers are able to put these authors into stores because at least one of their books have a following. The other way to do this is to have a social media following as an author of a minimum of 250,000 followers. Got it. So it's, it's a lot of marketing stuff that authors publishers need to understand vanity small press anything there's a lot of little things so Mm -hmm. author interviews like we're doing here and now that's part one Mm -hmm. finding a way to connect with media tv radio these are important to build your numbers and your followers on your social media as a small press or indie author can you tell what I do okay. for a living? Right. <laughs> right. So right. is little things that we pick up along the way. Mm-hmm. But it's these little things that are the road to get into bookstores. But like I said before, me wanting you in a bookstore doesn't mean squat if you just want to be on Amazon. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's so correct. I and and it is it's a lot, like you said, little things, but you know, those little things add up and and it is a lot, especially when you're one person. I tell everyone I am the only employee of the company I own. <laughs> so there's a whole lot of things that I do and I'm doing by myself. So I, I'm doing as I can get to them and, and go along. Like I haven't written in in a few months because I'm like, I, I have to concentrate on this and then I have to concentrate on that. And so I'm like, somebody something's going to have to put on hold for, for a little while because it's just me. Right. This is another thing of business. When it's just you, it's harder to concentrate on everything because you're like, okay, we have 12 authors. I'm just throwing this out here because it's a nice mm-hmm. little number. So you have 12 authors. You can theoretically concentrate on one author a month. Right. 
So <laughs> this is theoretical, okay? This isn't actually what happens. But So with one author, you're looking at getting their social media build up. You're looking at getting them interviews. You're looking at getting the book on whatever platform you're using. Getting their book trailers, your promo ads, promo codes. I'm missing stuff. <laughs> Editing, yeah. uh, book covers, and also keeping track of royalties for the month for your other authors. Right, right. <laughs> this is right. what people don't see. It, it's all this little stuff that we do. But here's the good thing. When your authors get 250 followers in total across four platforms, then you can take them to a talent agent and they do the PR for you. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's, it's coming along. I have, I have four, um, well, three and possible, um, but I do have three right now. I, um, like I said, they're, they're all three are nonfiction. They're personal mm-hmm. stories. Right. And all I write is fiction. So, uh, I've, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed working with them and their stories and, and panning out, you know, what their vision is for their book. And mm-hmm. a lot of times aspiring authors don't even know yet until, <laughs> until they start seeing the book come to life. They don't know what their vision is, but um, but it, it's been a joy, you know, working with the three I have. I'm excited to obtain more. I know more will come once the curve gets flattened, as they say. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's so much, like there's so much to do, you know, but uh, I am excited for the future and who else comes my way, and then the bookstore as well, because I, I want to be able to put in anybody. And, of course, at some point, getting that 250,000 follower and being able to go to Barnes & Noble or Books a Million or whatever, you know, you're still able to be, you're able to be located at any store, any right. store that, that you, you want your book to be, to be in, you know, but to give them an opportunity to stay, you know, I have my book in a bookstore. You know, that, that, has, been, that has been a joy as well, just to give, give indie and, you know, independent authors that opportunity. That, that's what, okay, independent publishers, small press, and some vanity, like yourself, I'll say some because there's too many for me to go, hey, Vanity Repress is great. No, I'll say some. Is <laughs> um, <laughs> awesome for helping promote authors. We also help promote other publishers and other authors not in our house. Why? When we promote others, we cross-promote. Right. So when you cross-promote, now you're getting the advantage or the view from two different angles. You funneling more potential buyers. Mm-hmm. Right. That we're, that, <laughs> I do this all day long. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, yeah, that it's all about supporting each other because we all have a place. 
you know, we there's no reason to step on each other or try to push each other out of the way. We all have a place. So, you know, networking with each other, helping each other, encouraging one another, that's just what it's about. I mean, there, I, there's no reason why we shouldn't. No. These all, there's too many people out there right now in the author community that will put an author down. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're right. Success. Do not put an author down. If they're doing something successful, make them your best friend. Yeah. Because yeah. they're obviously doing something right. If they're yep. doing something right, you want to learn from them. It's not an exactly. attack on you. You're not doing something wrong, but see what they can teach you. We're all in this together. We use this so much right now. It's ridiculous that we're using the, um, we're all in this together. But at the same time, we are in this together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Right. I just I tell everybody, every author is different, and you have to respect each author's creativity and and diversity. Every author is different. You can't put down one because you don't agree. You know you can just don't you can don't agree, but that's their creativity. You know that's that's what they do, and you just keep it moving and and do what you do. <laughs> right. And and that's it. But you are right. I mean, I a lot of like different groups and stuff I belong on on social media. A lot of times I don't go in there and comment because I don't want to see the comments. You know, they're they're very, some people are so rude and right. and disrespectful. Like why? Like that's not going to make yourselves any higher, or that's not going to make your following. You know, even if it does make have other people follow you, eventually that's not going to work because you're doing it the wrong way. Right. By people you know, are not going to keep following someone that has negative output to everything. You're going to lose everything, yeah, right? And I I see it. It's just, and I'm like, wow, I didn't know the the uh, the book industry was like the music industry. You know, uh, how you know, ugly they can be. And I'm like, are you serious? I had um, a review uh, and, and I found out this person that actually reviewed my book, she gives negative reviews on everything. And I believe they, I don't know if they banned her or how they ended up, I think, reporting her or something to Amazon. I don't know what they did because there were so many authors talking about her that, I mean, she was basically giving everybody negative reviews. Like, oh, it was okay, but I didn't like the book was all over the place. It started like this. And, I mean, it was just negative all the way around. And it's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, you're, it doesn't seem that you're satisfied. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, well, you're writing or you, you should write a book so you can show all these so-called authors how to write this kind of story like that. I, I, I'm like, I don't, I don't get that. You know, just 
just say, hey, you know, it was, the book was good this way. You know, it was a little hard for me to follow. I mean, give a good review in order to give the author good feedback. But don't insult. Yes. Okay. Take out your personal opinions. We yes. are a professional book reviewer. Take out your personal opinions first. Then look at it as, okay, how was it written? What did I say? How is the storyline? There's, What is the plot? And go through it this way. There's a platform mm-hmm. I use when reviewing books. Mm-hmm. And my books, my book reviews are usually a paragraph or longer. Oh, okay. Okay? So there's a format. And I love my format because it gives you, okay, here's your storyline. Here's your character development. Here's your plot development. Here's your setting. And then an overall review. The overall review, I review as a first-time reader with my opinion. Got it. But everything else is done professionally. When you're doing it in that format, and I encourage professional reviewers to do this because it gives authors, especially in the indie community, feedback on how to do their book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very, very true. If we don't have that feedback as a author, how do you expect us to grow? Right. Right. That's completely, 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 completely true. <laughs> And with yeah, I, uh, Amazon, okay, with Amazon, as a book reviewer, if you're re- receiving a book for a review, okay, mm-hmm. you have to put a disclaimer, you receive the book for an honest review as a disclaimer. Otherwise, Amazon, no matter what you do, they'll take the review off. Good, bad, mm-hmm. beautiful, ugly, or anything else. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, before I forget, because I I will forget, keep uh, talking about this stuff, um, just to give you, um, well, I know I gave you my links and everything. So, you know, I do have six books, five novels, uh, and then a inspirational journal. And they're all fiction. Uh, first two are general fiction, women's fiction. Uh, is, is as far as that genre. Mm-hmm. The next two are urban lit, more so uh, crime, uh, adventure, and then I have two separate erotica tales, and they're mostly like novelettes. Uh, they're 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 short, short books, and then the inspirational journal are quotes that were developed by my late aunt, and I put them in a journal-type form, a format for, you know, individuals for, you know, whatever they need to do every day, every week, or, you know, however they need to encourage themselves or guide themselves uh, through, through something, different quotes that she had put, you know, for herself at the time when she, when she fell ill. 
And then I'm I'm developing a whole lot of other things outside of books, mm-hmm. uh, just different things because I have the store. So just just developing different creations, uh, different like book bags, and I have handkerchiefs and just different things like that. Right. That you merchandise that goes along with the books. Right, right, right. So just different things like that. Just developing a lot. Um, just just a lot of different things uh, outside of. Uh, a book itself, and then like the publishing side, you know, my three authors were going to start doing some some more stuff. Um, I have one that we're going to start working on her book uh, this summer. I have one that should be done by uh, July, and uh, the first author was, you know, his book's been out for two years, so we're just gearing back up. His health was starting to decline a little bit, so we're just now going to start start gearing back up with uh, getting out there um, and promoting, getting him some some engagements and things to speak on his story. Awesome. So just, well, well, I look forward to having your authors on this on this webcast at any time. You have my Yes, story. yes. I will let them know for sure. And that's about all the time we have before you go. Mm-hmm. Where can our listeners find you? You can find me on Facebook. I am author Angie K. I have two other pages, uh, Angie K Bookstore and Angie K Books. You can also find me on Instagram as Angie K Books and Twitter as uh, author underscore Angie K. Uh, my website is www. Angie K and you can also email me at angiekbooks at gmail.com. Awesome. So those are all the social media, my website, and my email that anyone and everyone uh, can reach out to me. My books are all on Amazon and also uh, on my website. Well, it's a pleasure to speak with you. Oh, and it was a pleasure, pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and for all of our listeners, happy reading.